0: to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hams, and with me I have...
1: Fizdira. Kate. Briette.
0: And Flick. Last week, the party explored the sunken shipwreck looking for, um, whatever the hell the water ghosts sent them here to find. So far, they've found a scary door with a glyph of warding on it, a bag of hot beans, and a much bigger scary glyph etched into the floor <laughs> of the beans. captain's cabin, hidden beneath a rug. What else will our adventurers discover on this shipwreck? Why did the water ghosts lead them here in the first place? And what's gonna happen to them if they stay down in the highly pressurized depths for too long? Let's find out, eh, hey, y'all? Hello. Hi there. This a short and to the point one this week, I have yeah. to say. <laughs> hmm
2: this won't surprise you to hear about me, but I actually am not able to go very deep in water in general. Um, I have, like, a weird earwax thing, and so I even, like, I can't even do, like, a six-foot pool. Like, we would play when we were kids, and, like, I couldn't, like, dive for things down there. I, it just hurts so bad, so this is... um triggering another one of my (laughs) terrible terrible ailments and problems
3: at first i was going to ask you to immediately explain what you mean by weird earwax thing
0: (laughs) and i'm gonna go ahead and ask you decidedly to not explain yeah i i don't know that i can really
2: explain it very much so that's
0: that's good. And um, also, listeners, if you think you know what she's talking about, please don't tweet at us. I, yeah.
3: <laughs> no,
4: I have you not know. Just tweet you, at Taryn. Just tweet you at Taryn. You can.
3: I will not respond. Please tweet at, no, at Taryn directly. Plays <laughs>
0: yes, all of that. All of that. You, I guess. Your
2: guess as to how Taryn is spelled. Try all of us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. How we doing this week?
1: Oh, punchy.
0: Doing okay? Yeah. It's very yeah. hot.
1: I poured myself a glass of wine for the first oh, time, yes. and I don't know how many recording sessions. Yes. Did I. I didn't go wine, but I put something with
2: um, ice in the glass, and then I immediately was like, oh, he's going to be so mad at me.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so
3: I'm going to sure drink am. it
0: over here. Okay.
4: So funny thing is, I'm a bit of a heathen, and I... Like my mother put uh, ice in my white wine. Do you
0: have an iced drink too? What is the no, matter with you No, No, I didn't
4: specifically because I knew the clinking would be annoying. So Thank I am suffering you. through Thank not you. ice cold. <laughs> Rosé.
2: I'm sorry. If you're but making anything that. that has Malibu and pineapple in it, like you kind of have to have. You it. have to have
3: it, child. <laughs> Malibu yes. and pineapple.
2: Malibu
4: pineapple <laughs> is my favorite.
3: Oh God, that explains so much.
4: <laughs> Do you know that we went to see a friend's show? um who, and who, who needs to know do i know no, this? everybody needs to know besides you because you were there for this but we went to well. see a friend's show and we sat down and literally taryn brings out a water bottle passes it to her <laughs> husband who then passes it to me and i was like you're not handing me water no nope. and so being me i just took it and drank <laughs> it and i was like oh it's malibu okay
3: great no, straight and handed it malibu?
4: <laughs> just straight <That>? malibu
1: <laughs>
3: Oh heavens
2: i can't help it it reminds me of vacations it reminds me of like time that perhaps? i would go to Ve- yes anytime i would go to vegas i would get malibu pineapples in vegas oh. atlantic city malibu pineapples so it's, uh, it's it my reminds me of gambling was- yes it does it's all of all of the good feelings that come with that are linked to malibu pineapple now this is malibu pineapple and some additional um i think i put some cherry in there and some cranberry
3: oh that actually sounds good
0: let's play dnd i was going to tell a whole story about a TV show set in Vegas that I liked. But you know what? We've done enough media recommendations. We told some stories about Malibu. Let's play D&D. Is it What's Hacks? It? Is it Hacks? It is Hacks. Go yes, watch it. amazing. Yes, I Smart's love it. Amazing. It's so good. All right. So you all are in this ship. You have- Unsovereign, glued the carpet with some universal solvent, and underneath is this five-foot-in-diameter necromantic warding circle of some sort. You can feel the energy coming from it, though it doesn't seem to be directly affecting any of you, but you can feel the energy coming off of it because you have felt similar things before from the Eastern Island. It's not exactly the same. It's not like this is connected to the key and, so, like, please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I- Just that you recognize this energy and can identify it rather quickly. You see
3: all of us immediately start writing everything down. We're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God.
4: (laughs) Do we need to roll our arcana? Because I can sometimes be good at that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yes, we will eventually get there. Uh, Just Yeah. Be ready, Mystira. I want to
2: be super clear about when I start to see this show up. What uh-huh. I am. I think I'm afraid that if I touch it or put uh-huh. too much... I, I think pressure is not so much it because we've been standing on it on top of the rug, but, like, I don't want to touch this thing at all. <laughs> so pressured. as soon as I... Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I Talk just want to be very clear pound. that that's what I am doing is uh, trying yeah, to definitely. stay so, away. So
0: you... <laughs> In fact, go ahead and just make me a slide of roll. Uh, yeah, I'll make you fact, slide of roll, In fact, go ridden. ahead and just make me a slide of hand check. I know you have... Did you crit? Because if so, that's like a 32 or something, I think. No, you crit failed. Um, so you get this... You are so careful. And you <laughs> get this rug off... Of the the glyph, and you haven't touched it at all, and you're looking there, and all of you here outside of the ship, something swim by, and the way that it's it's something big, and it's sort of its tail sort of knocks the ship a little bit, and Bria, you just fall face first onto this glyph, um, and nothing happens other than that okay. it's really unpleasant, but like I imagine you don't know, you don't, I mean, how what happens, Bria? What how do you respond?
2: Can I use my featherfall token? <laughs> <laughs> I think that that would be my instinct.
0: Yes, yes, you can absolutely. Oh my God. yeah. But I, if I hadn't given you inspiration last week, I'd give it to you now. Well, oh, I give it to you. Yeah, we'll take another one then because Thank that's you. amazing.
1: Good, because I really, uh, <laughs> really wasted that for her, so I <laughs> gave her another. You know what, though? Yeah. That was my
2: own fault,
0: because kind of the I should it. have
2: known how your dice roll, and I should yeah. have... I was... I was anyways, it doesn't matter. That was last Anyways, yeah.
0: So you, you fall face first. It is definitely uncomfortable and unpleasant, like, sort of tingly, and, like, it, you can somehow... Uh, your brain sort of interprets it as this, like... Smell of death and decay, but it isn't really a smell. It's a, it's a, it's a whole other sense. Um, But it's, but you know, you're fine once you, you know, slowly drift your way and like. I don't. You tell me exactly what happens.
2: I think I'll peel myself off of it, and for whatever reason, I'm picturing that Flick is the first person I see, and I'm gonna go. Well, we can touch it. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) Oh,
3: oh, 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 Oh. Uh, well, meanwhile, Flick is, like, wide-eyed, just, like, because he saw another glyph and then saw uh-huh. her go into it, but nothing has happened uh-huh. yet. He's just, like, nope. holding his breath, even though he doesn't need to. <laughs> um <laughs> And then I, cause I've like, I, I imagine like I'm in the doorway because I was about to go, I was about to leave with Kit. I think so. Um, I'm gonna get a little bit closer to it and maybe, maybe suggest that this, since nothing seemed to trigger anything, like, yeah. like I knew downstairs would, right. maybe this is like, Holding, like I'm thinking about the spirits now. I'm thinking about like maybe this is holding them to this place, or like if it's necromantic, that sort of thing. Even though oh. they're spirits of some sort, I don't know. That's my first thought.
0: Yeah. All right. So you're looking at it, and Bizdear is about to explode over here. What are you doing? Um. So do, do do I know that
4: it's necromantic magic? Like, do I? Oh, I
0: think I think yeah. I think you all spent so much time in that city in the Eastern Island that you all recognize the feeling.
4: So. <laughs> You guys are going to be so mad at me. I really want to go outside, find one of the bodies, bring it in, and put it on the glyph.
0: Yeah, Yeah. okay. I mean, I think you can do that. It's been half an hour. Well, no, it's probably been about 15, 20 minutes. So the bodies have, have floated a distance, but you're quick. You could go do that and come back in a few moments, yeah. And
4: so, yeah, I bring a body back, and I just, like, push well,
0: hold it onto the cliff. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and let our in friends here do their investigations <laughs> while you are going to retrieve the body, and then we'll get to that. So, Flick, why don't you make me an arcana check? Kit, what are you doing?
1: Uh, Arcana, please. Yep, Very disturbed.
0: Go fun. right ahead, both of you. Uh, Bria, once you have collected yourself, what would you like to do?
1: Um, just
2: to be clear, this is not on top of a hatch or anything. This is no. just on the floor. Okay. Correct. Um, so while they're doing that, I'm going to talk to the water people again. Okay. And say, do you need us to get rid of this?
0: Let me, while you're talking to them, let me just go ahead and get the numbers from Kit and Flick real quick. So Flick, what'd you get?
3: I'm... I just decided I'm going to use my inspiration because that's what it's for. (laughs) Okay, great. Because that's fun. Okay, that's a 17.
0: Okay, and Kit? A 23. All right, so... Uh, Kit and Flick, you both recognize that in fact this is exactly, uh, well done, what you said. This is some sort of a um, spirit siphon type glyph that is holding spirits bound here. Um, Kit, with the 23... Uh, Because we have to celebrate a a roll above nine. Um, (laughs) Yes, uh,
3: yes.
0: (laughs) You, Kit, you recognize some of the uh, particular sigils and writing. This is not sort of standard magical writing as you and Flick sort of know it. Um, You definitely see evidence of cult writing um you see similar structures to the cult symbols that you all found in the museum on the southern island this was this is uh, definitely th- that sort of area uh, whatever whatever cast this glyph probably was a cultist of some description
1: delightful
0: Mm-hmm. Bria, um, you go over... As soon as you all manage to reveal the glyph, uh, the water spirits, like, added their other hand, pointing, uh, and are sort of, like, leaning in towards it. Uh, and what was your question to them, Bria? Do
2: you need us to get rid of this?
0: Um, And they look at you, like they always do, uh, and they nod... Very slowly. Um, and they nod very slowly. And
2: uh, Bria thinks through all of her spells and goes, can't help you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pick Amazing. the wrong person. Incredible. Uh, I think this feels like a good moment uh, for 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 Fiztira <laughs> to have returned with a body in tow. Um, you all can take it from there.
4: Like I said, she's literally going to f- float in, like pushing the body ahead of her and just like press it down onto the glyph.
3: I think that Flick is literally just going to take the body, like, and be like, ew, no, and just, like, start pushing it out again. <laughs> like, no, my
0: gosh. Uh, hilarious, yeah.
1: And then I'm going to start pointing out the culty things on it and be like, no, th- this is what this is. It's
0: like um, it's Whichever Necromantic. Spirit-
1: <laughs> There's a dead body.
4: They go hand in hand, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, hey, Bizdeer, would you make me a charisma saving throw, please?
4: Yes. How is this gonna go for me? Charisma saving. That's a 12.
0: Well... That's close enough that I have to actually look up what the DC is. Oh, the DC is 13! How interesting. So, um, you all, uh, Bria, you are conversing uh, sort of with these, uh, water spirits, and one of them, when Bizdira comes in, one of, just one of them, this is the first time they've acted independently, but one of them, uh, like, snaps their head around to Bizdira, and when they see what's happening, they sort of glide over and into Bizdira, and Bizdira, uh, you, you are now sort of, uh, a prisoner in the back of your own mind uh, as this spirit has possessed you and it turns and says to all of you look we're not supposed to talk with you directly but could you please have her stop desecrating my body it's bad enough that it's been here for a hundred plus years and then you see the spirit leave Mazir's body and resume its place in the circle pointing towards the center of the room that
2: is the best voice you've ever done yes (laughs) wow excellent and that uh, all I'm, came
0: out of Bizdira's mouth, I have to yes. remember. Uh, and now, Bizdira, you're amazing. back to your own body.
4: <clears throat> She's going to go, <clears throat> okay. And uh... <laughs> I'm just, I'm
2: going to put my it. hand on her. Oh, totally. Yeah, I'm going to put my it. hand on her and go, let's just let, let's let the magic users deal with this.
0: <laughs> well. To be fair, but anyway. Uh, by the way, Mizira, inspiration—I'm giving it out like candy this week. And I, I don't care.
4: Have inspiration a... candy. That's you. No. You should use it. All right. I, I, I'll what
0: take Maybe a you should used I it on like Christmas. that <laughs> Christmas.
4: Sure. <laughs> no, no, no. Because that so was beautiful. Good. That That's yeah, true. I'm
0: really, I'm really glad that worked out the way it did. Um, all right. So, Bria, you have gotten the nod. Uh, Kit, I will say, for what it's worth, if you notice that exchange and now know what you're trying to do, you could definitely just straight up try and use a dispel. You'll have to really give it some magical oomph, for sure, but it's possible. You could also probably figure out how to do it manually. It'll take some more time, and you'll definitely have to be careful not to, like, do it wrong. Because when you're sort of manually messing with glyphs like this, there's so many pieces to it so many like distinct parts that you want to be sure that you do it right but you're pretty sure you know how to do it right it'll just take longer that way
1: Hmm. um just
0: really trying to let this 23 ride as long as i can
1: <laughs> yeah uh i mean i'll I, i'll try a dispel and we'll see we'll see how it goes
0: <laughs> absolutely um, we will yeah
1: ugh, i'm just trying to decide if i want to like Really boost it and use a high level spell slot or just trust my dice, which we all know how well that goes. Sure. Um, you do you. Do we get to vote? <laughs> <laughs> I think we all vote.
3: I think we all just did silently. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, hopefully, I don't know if this is going to be high enough, but let's do a fifth level dispel magic.
0: Hold on. I want to make sure I'm right about this.
1: How high? Would set Ooh, give this? me a roll. Damn it! Sorry. Okay.
0: Bardic right,
3: inspiration, I'm... perhaps.
1: Oh, it's yeah. not gonna matter. Immediately, um, it was terrible. Oh, um, oh, which I should have expected. T- I
3: couldn't. Taryn, expected. would you like to,
0: to give your I inspiration would, again?
2: I would. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna use my same. It's gonna be folly again, but I I believe in you. You can do this.
1: Okay, I'm going to try. I'm gonna try these brand new dice I got that have a little shell at the bottom. They're sea themed dice. Maybe that's what's been happening. The dice has been the dice that's been calling because we're underwater, right? Yeah. And actually, that was much better. (laughs) Um, with dice
0: tell a story, yo. Whether we like it or not.
1: Mm-hmm. With my spell casting modifier, that's a twenty adjusted. There we go. Nice.
0: That'll do it. That'll do it. So you watch as this dispel it, it interacts with this ward in a sort of fascinating and unexpected way. And you you know it's it's pretty clear that it's probably because this this cult's magic, whatever it comes from, is is unique or at least different than anything you've really had a lot of experience with. So you watch as actually it sort of looks like a like convoluted um, like mechanical. pieces of the different runes and sigils rotate and turn and transform and move uh, until it sort of lines up in this perfect representation of the world that you have seen so many times—the big circle in the middle, the Ooh. four circles at the ends—that's what the rune turns into, and then it just sort of like burns away. Not really, because you're underwater, but it, it flares and then is gone. Um, and all of the all of the water spirits around you wave and dissipate, except for one—the
2: oh, one that no. Vizdira messed with.
0: No, not the one that Vizdira <laughs> messed with. No, it's um, the one that remains sort of turns to you, Bria, and it also was waving, but it turns to you while it's waving, and as it waves, uh, it it sort of contracts and turns back into that little boat that was in your cup, uh, so you think maybe it's that one. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: And, okay, I'll keep talking. And then... (laughs) Um, and, and it motors over to you, uh, and sort of, like, uh, it's, it's a little ship, uh, but it, it sort of motors over to you, and, and like, it, yeah. It goes
2: to kiss me on the forehead, and it spits down my face.
0: <laughs> Wait to break On the back. off chance that you just started listening to this podcast in oh, this God. episode, <laughs> go back and listen to last week's intro to get that joke.
3: Um, or don't, and just wonder what that's about. <laughs>
0: That works too. Um, it does not. I was going to say it booped you on the nose, but sure, it does no, that. I sweet. guess. It's um, sweet. And <laughs> then it and then it sort of motors over to the door uh, and then turns back to face the, the prow of the ship at you all, and just sort of hovers at the door of this cabin.
2: Like it's leading us somewhere? Well, I don't know. That's up to you, isn't it? I told Can you what I it did. Can I skip underwater?
0: Can you, what?
2: Skip underwater? I imagine
0: it's sort of like trying to skip on the moon, like large bounding skips, but I don't see why not.
2: That sounds amazing. <laughs> 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 I'm going to skip underwater. Over, i It is ungainly
0: and hilarious, and I love it.
3: Before we leave this room, I want to search the desk.
0: Uh, sure. You can search the desk and find a bunch of blank parchment in one drawer and a few sealed bottles of ink that are actually still sealed in another. Um, and that's really it. There are a couple, There's one other drawer that, like, got ripped open and shit went everywhere when the door opened and the water came in. But that's otherwise, disgusting. nothing in there.
2: What? You said shit went
1: not
0: You are <laughs> out awful. of control. I
1: want to I'm go
3: down. I'm bounding over towards Bria, I suppose. Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah, let's go. All right. I
0: want, so the little. I want to, go hey,
4: ahead. Go. No, I just I want to go see what's behind that door. boarding.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, the good news is that the little uh, the little ship spirit thingy uh, motors on over to the uh, the hatch that you two already opened into the cargo hold. You all can follow it down there, and it sort of stops halfway across the room, halfway between the the hatch and the door that you all found, uh, and it's sort of like. The the little ship like raises uh, a sail that has like a big X on it uh, and tries to get you all to like stop there Interesting. Uh, and and assuming that you do it then turns around and motors towards the door and runs into the door setting off the Aww. glyph and there is a big jolt. Of electricity uh, that you are just far enough away to not be hit by uh, and you see the little uh, sail like come drifting free of this little water's boat spirit uh, oh. and on it is printed a great big thumbs up and then it dissipates into the rest of the water. Oh, that was so
3: nice. Thanks,
2: buddy. Is it dead?
3: And to think you were so scared, Bria! I, oh, oh my god! <laughs> the looks
0: I like got! I just want all of you listeners to know that we all stared angrily at Flick for accusing Bria of being the scared one down here. Look,
3: I meant of the spirit in general. I
0: was
2: I scared was of the angrily of staring at him for being like you was it haunting you do you have this brand on your skin do you have look, you seen I, real look, ghosts in real life look, alex
3: uh, bria i come from hell don't come don't come for me come on. <laughs> <laughs> do not try to come for me okay um
2: let's go let's go at the
3: door <laughs>
0: Hey everybody your friendly neighborhood dungeon master dm jazzy hands here with a few mid-show announcements first of all if you're enjoying the episode so far it would be tickety boo if you could pop on over to apple Podcasts, stitcher spotify or wherever else you get our podcast from and leave us a rating and a review we need more of those five star reviews to read on the air and also you know it helps people see us but you know what else helps people see us you telling other people see us hear us you know what i mean tell your friends Time for our weekly Patreon reminder. Go to patreon.com Last dndlastrefuge to join our Patreon and get access to all kinds of cool perks, like early access to certain episodes, character sheets for the PCs, and much more. Of course, if that isn't enough, know that you will also be supporting multiple other content creators across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon It Forward program. Information on that program is available on our Patreon page, but right now I want to take a minute and recognize some of our current patrons and thank them so much for their support. We want to thank our Heralds of Denier, Shimmy Gan, got and Tanya, our honorary party members Matthew Allen and a brand new party member Seven, and to our Shimmer Skill tribe leaders Eugenio Eliahu of Mert Grove and Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge. Now, it being June 30th, the end of Pride Month, but not the end of Pride, uh, happy Pride one more time to you all, and a shout out to our Shimmer Skill council members, Nat Rose, Tony A. Ellis, Lucas Hocum, Steffi Bernard, River Daniel, Stephen Mosley, Verpio, Kin, Sam Ellis, Rob Murphy, Kelsey G jay sprig gordon ross sam rodman jabari bunch tanya c DePass, harmony bat and adam Wookie. if you want to get added to these lists and much more hop on over to patreon.com dndlastrefuge and become a patron today enjoy dnd video games but don't have dozens of hours to dump into another giant rpg Well, have we got the game for you. Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms is a set-it-and-forget-it idol game featuring tons of your favorite characters from Forgotten Realms lore and from contemporary popular D&D stream shows. You can get more information on the game at CodenameEntertainment.com or on Twitter at, at champions. And when you start playing, use the Electrum chest codes found every week in our episode notes to get gems, gear, and other power-ups all for free. Enhance your characters and defend Faerun with TLR and Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. We want to thank Battlebards, Scott Buckley, and Kevin McLeod for the music you hear on our show. You can find their collections at battlebards.com, scottbuckley.com.au, and in comptech.filmmusic.io, respectively. As always, you can of course also check the episode notes if you want specific track names, artist names, and links to those tracks. media okay short and sweet this week thanks so much for listening as always stay safe stay healthy fight racism where when and however you can and happy gaming y'all so you open the door and i will say for as enthusiastic as your little ship spirit friend was what is beyond the door is pretty upsetting down here, you see humanoid-sized cages hanging from the ceiling and toppled all over the ground. Some of them have skeletons in them. Some of them are empty. There are workbenches all along the walls that are covered in burn marks and, and that have all sorts of debris on them. Um, you even see a few irons that have, uh, at the end of them, a, a physical brand like the one that you have, Rhea. That's not how one. you got it, but this is obviously another way that it was administered. Did uh, you say you're taking one? Yes. Yep, and there are there is evidence- Everybody's even,
2: getting tattoos. We're all gonna match this.
0: Even, even being underwater for all this time, it's pretty clear uh, that this was some sort of lab prison- experiment chamber something was going on down here. And also, you all noticed that... Well, actually, let me have a uh, perception from everybody, please. This is not sound, so no disadvantage. Rhea. 17. Bizdira. 15. Kit. 20 adjusted. Flick. Are you taking passive? Sure.
3: Oh, it's a 17.
0: 17. Okay, yeah. So you all just happen to notice little details here and there of of things that stand out as... Um, as having been recently used, right? Some of the tools are covered in algae and whatever, but some of them are fairly clean. I mean, not recently within the hour, right? But definitely recently, like within the, I don't know, let's say week.
2: So these these experiments have been happening under the water. They weren't when the ship was... That at, is it, That is the, the, the
0: impression water. that you get, yes. Yeah. But there is also in one corner an enormous... Beautifully, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Beautifully ornamented chest with a big old lock on it. Gotta go get (laughs) it.
2: I'm gonna dance my way over to it. Okay. I just like, I'm horrified for a second and then I just get really happy every time (laughs) I see a lock. I'm gonna check it real quick to see if I think that there's any magic on this lock,
0: something I never do. Uh you can give me an investigation check for that one intelligence investigation. Okay, okay, that's a 19. Uh it doesn't look like it. Although what you do also notice is that this lock is very very rusty. The one on the little box upstairs was a little bent out of shape because of the rushing water, but it hadn't been underwater for very long when you got to it. This has been underwater for some time and the rock is ex- the lo- the rock. The lock is extremely rusty. It's going to be tough, but you are A capable rogue, so roll half-decent and you'll be fine.
2: I got this. I got this. (laughs) I don't know how high this roll needs to be. Hmm. Are you going to let me try it again if I can't get it? Here's what I'm trying to decide. I'm trying to decide whether or not to use Lucky right now.
0: Oh. I mean, for what it's worth, you haven't used any points today, right?
2: I don't know what's coming. (laughs) All right, I'm going to use it. You don't even know what I rolled. You don't know.
0: It was sub 10, or you wouldn't be asking.
2: Ugh, well, no, it was a, a, Um, Okay, so it's a, a 23.
0: Oh, well, the DC was 20. Oh, that was the DC. 24. <laughs> no, yeah. the DC was 23. Um,
2: I rolled an 11. I have a plus 12. Yeah, I
0: know. <laughs> we just needed you to not roll sub 10. Yeah. <laughs> so I said halfway decent. You rolled on the halfway decent side of the die. <laughs> um, uh, all right, so it's really tough. And I think probably like you go through a couple of tools. You're like, when you get back on the sub, you're going to have to like bend them back into shape and fix them a little bit.
2: Can Flick be trying to give me advice? Oh my God, yes.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, go. Hey, Bria, if you stick it in, maybe, oh yeah, that's better. Yeah, go ahead and, um, there's no um, excuse to, to stop be some rust over there. on
0: how to open this lock because it's really suggestive sounding. Um...
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm actually a little bit mad because the part that I couldn't get, he made the right suggestion. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> Incredible. So you managed, to to pop this lock and open up the chest, and inside are treasures untold. <laughs> Yay!
4: Uh,
0: let's see. Inside, at the very top, uh, you see that you can see that there are lots of things in this chest, but it's all covered by this, uh by this big old cloak mine. Uh, I take
2: everything. I want everything you, in the chest. You
0: just, you wrap everything up in that cloak and just start leaving the room. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. There's no way.
2: <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like, we'll check it on the ship. We'll check it back on the
4: ship. Just leave, uh, just, it's uh-huh. fine. Uh-huh. It, is okay.
0: that what we want to do?
4: Miss who is pissed off at Bazira for having two magic items.
3: If we weren't on a time crunch, I wouldn't let you get away with this, but I think How since about this? We are- I'm
2: gonna hand, I'm gonna take them out one by one. I'm gonna display them for everyone, and I'm gonna put them into the bag of holding. I'm gonna display. I'm gonna put it in the bag of holding, okay. and we can check it out when we're when our eardrums feel a little bit better. Okay,
0: all right. all I right. will say that that is all quick enough. That yeah, because I if you all had spent a bunch of time trying to deal with them down here, we for sure would have started making con saves. Um, so you pull out. Here are the things that you pull out. You pull out this uh, this beautiful black sort of scalloped edged cloak. You pull out uh, a pair of beautiful calf-high boots, you pull out a beautiful, long... I, they're all beautiful. I don't have any yeah. other words for it. Yeah. Uh, look, it's gorgeous. late. This is episode two today. I streamed for four hours first. Leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> this gorgeous uh, wooden staff that somehow, even underwater, still has leaves and, and, and little buds growing at the top of it, and then you pull out this... Odd-looking little squeeze box, like accordion, uh, and all of those things are what you pull out and then shove into the bag of holding.
2: I love that as you were describing each of these items, all of us perked up at the the time where we thought the thing
4: was for us. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> that one's for me. <laughs> <laughs> you
4: don't Watchers know what they, they are. All something different. You don't know what they uh-huh. are. <laughs> Before we leave this room. Vizdira wants to pick up any, uh, as many of the tools that looked more recently used that she can find and take them with us as well.
0: Yeah, it's mostly, like, there are a few, like, scalpels, you know, uh, one of the brands looks like it's more recently used, probably the one that Bria grabbed. Um, there are a few you know, little, like, containers and bowls and flasks and things that just don't, like I said, don't have, like, algae growing on them. So you can kind of mm-hmm. collect all that up. But it's mostly, like, you know, think alchemical equipment. Nothing I particularly just, special. Or yeah. nothing particularly um, broadly useful. I guess a scalpel can be used to cut a lot of different things. But Yeah.
4: I just don't want whoever was using this recently to come back and have access to it anymore.
0: Right, they should definitely be aware that someone came in here and robbed them. Um. <laughs> I mean, the, the chest is empty. The that's true. You weren't know, you the rug is fair. pulled up. That's true. <laughs> there's a giant hole where a door used to be. You know, there's there's a couple things. Going. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so speaking of, uh, are we heading out at this point? Yeah, I think, I it's, think we head back to the Yeah, next. I think we should. Yeah. Great. Are you, Kit? Are you? Are you uh, the conveyance back this time again?
1: Um, yes, I will. I will give everyone a ride back. I am tempted to partially destroy this ship as well, since we're really just like since we already destroyed uh, part part of it, and we're stealing all their stuff. I'm going to give it a whack with my tail. Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> you want to make a, you want to make a strength check with your tail? Just yeah, see what we happens. do. Uh if you get more than a 20, we'll do something fun.
1: This dice has been really um, a good friend to me <laughs> because that was another 20 adjusted. Holy shit. Nice. Okay, so
0: um, we'll see. Yeah, you give it a good smack and it sort of like, uh, it it jostles the ship just enough that whatever little like sandbar it was sitting on, like it sort of tilts to the side, like it lists to the side and then sort of like falls over and settles just a little bit, but enough that, like, it's definitely in a different position and, like, stuff definitely got fucked up inside. Yay. <laughs> there you go.
1: Take that, sea hags. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. And you uh, you take the crew back to the <laughs> back to the sub uh, where you all can uh, play the hilarious game of going backwards through torpedo tunnels uh, and being let into the ship by Mirko and Sniv, uh, who almost certainly, which one of you is first? Me. Yeah, they almost certainly do the same thing that Flick did uh, and send you sh- flying across the room and into, <laughs> let's <laughs> say, I don't know, is it Mirko or Sniv that's down there? I think it's probably Probably Mar-
3: Sniv Oh Oh, I don't I'm think no. Sniv would wanna <laughs> I don't think Sniv would wanna leave yeah. the bridge
0: Okay mm. Um, also it's, you know Feels, feels somehow, uh justice to just fuck up Mar- 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 Marco Um, so yeah So that happens But whatever, it's fine You all get back on board And, uh, and And what are you doing next? Going up
3: Well, yeah, we gotta and- take the ship Immediately upwards. Yeah,
0: so Sniv, as soon as you're on board, begins to ascend uh, ever so slowly uh, to reduce the pressure on the sub, which, (laughs) you know, you could see a couple little, like, dents on the outside when you all were approaching. Uh, So it was definitely time.
3: Flick is going (laughs) to pull out the new items from the bag of holding.
0: All right.
2: It's just, like, somebody's clothes. They were, like, a boots and a cape. Yeah, you and all and just
0: stole a an outfit. <laughs> an outfit. So now there's a naked, you know, yeah. magic user swimming around the ocean. No. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, you all can, you can take them out, and we can sort of, uh, you know, montage the, the meditations upon these items and get to the point. Uh, but you all have found several, hopefully, useful items to each of you. Uh, so, Kit... Uh, in addition to the bag of be- hot beans, uh, which any of you can use because it's not a <laughs> 2 <attunement laughs> item, you have found a Staff of the Woodlands. Yay! Um, and we'll say, you know, you have taken the time. You can go ahead and, and adju- co- uh, count yourself attuned to it. I believe that gives you a plus two to your spell attack rolls. Uh, for all intents and purposes, it's a plus two quarter staff, and then it has a bunch of uh, spells that you can spend charges to cast. So we will find out what those are as you use them. Uh, or, you know, if anyone wants to just go to D&D Beyond and look it up, that's fine too. And that's what you have. And it is this out, out in the water, it's this beautiful, uh, beautifully carved staff that has, you know, perpetually green leaves and, and uh, flower buds sprouting from the top of it.
1: So exciting. Yeah. And I think when Kit beholds this, she'll take her regular quarterstaff um, and slowly put it in the bag of holding and say, I think my mother would understand.
0: I think your mother would absolutely. Understand, yes, yes, indeed. Um, Biz Dira, you, uh, I, you know, once they're all identified, uh, I think what you're going to pick out of the bunch are the boots, which are <clears throat> completely unnecessary. They are, <laughs> they're gonna
4: be so necessary. Boots, I'm so excited. Of
0: speed. Yes! For 10 (laughs) minutes a day, they will double your 50-foot movement speed.
4: Oh, I'm the Flash. It's amazing.
3: (laughs) It's incredible. incredible. I'm
4: so... So excited. I also definitely
0: started doing, started doing conversions because I was like, okay, how fast is she really? Uh, So just, um, so just not dashing at all, moving at 100 feet per round, uh, that is equivalent to running at 11 miles an hour. If you if oh you were God. to if you were to start dashing, like let's say you dashed once per round, just using your action to dash as normal, you'd be moving twenty-two and a half feet per round. And uh, you know, if you decided to use your key points and bonus actions to also dash, doing 150 feet around, that is 33 miles an hour that you are running on the ground. And I point that out for two reasons. One, because it is bonkers fast, but also <laughs> because it's not like what I wanted to know is like is it actually so fast that, like, I wouldn't be able to see you if you ran by me? And no, it is not that fast. <laughs> no, it's, it's not just that fast. inhumanly fast.
4: I'm just, I I can't wait to use this in a battle. Like, that just makes me so
0: excited. If you ever ask me how far you are from a target again, I'm giving you disadvantage on your next roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna run up and punch him in the face <laughs> and run back. <laughs> He's halfway across feet.
2: the world does this count for her walking on water and going up walls Uh,
0: i mean yes she can move at 100 feet per second on any of those surfaces excellent because those are all monk abilities not Mm -hmm.
4: magical items
0: all right uh moving over to berea uh you end up with this this black cloak with the scalloped edges and I, I, I don't know how exa- I don't know if you meditate on it, and you just know... Or maybe, like, you accidentally grab it in a certain way. Uh, and all of a sudden, Bria is gone. And a little bat... Is hovering in the air in her place, and you have acquired a cloak of the bat. Uh, but you're so startled uh, that you immediately drop the polymorph spell uh, and and let go of one end of the cape and just come tumbling down to the ground. Uh, but this bat, th- this bat, this cloak lets you fly as long as you're holding onto it like uh, like a child playing Superman or Batman, I guess in this case. Um, mm-hmm. And you can also polymorph yourself into a bat, but it's polymorph wild shape style, so you do get to maintain your uh, mental stats when you turn into a bat, which is disappointing for me and very nice for you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I look at Kit and I go, did you see that?
1: Did you? Did you see that? And Kit is nodding vigorously. She's very <laughs> excited to have a friend who will fly through the air with her. Yeah,
0: for more than a an minute animal, at a time. we can do that. Yeah, as, uh, You know. Right. only in the dark o- only in the <laughs> only dark in yeah the that's dark. the other thing it's a good thing it was dark in here um, which leaves this weird squeeze box accordion looking thing uh for flick and uh flick as you meditate upon this item uh, you you come to find out that this is a a powerful bard's instrument it's not i mean it is also a silly looking concertina uh, accordion looking thing but it is it is a it is a powerful bard's uh bard's instrument that will enhance your bardic magic. Uh, it gives you a plus two to your saving throw DCs for your bard spells. Uh, so once again, sorry, you'll have to track which which class gave you which spells, but so it goes. Um, and then you can also once per day ca- cast one of my favorite spells, Otto's Irresistible Dance. <laughs> which is exactly what it sounds like. Um, and also, I expect you to use this now, because... Nothing is funnier than you choking on a blade of grass, except for you playing the fucking accordion <laughs>
3: <laughs> and making someone else dance to it. Absolutely.
0: So wait, is he? In fact, I'll do it right now. No, 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 yes. No. Play, play no. a sea shanty. Play a sea <laughs> shanty. Yes, yes. <laughs> and making like Biz
3: Dira with her be with her boots of speed, like dance quickly all around, like <laughs> oh, the manta ray ship. She's literally ship.
4: just like running in circles
1: vertically <laughs> yeah, throughout
2: <laughs> the <laughs> ship. And I'm up in the air above them flying like a bat. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> what? <God.
1: You> know <laughs> what? I'm just what petting the, f- the staff. Yeah.
3: It's so yeah. beautiful. For sure. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> and,
2: and Mirko is watching this all happen. <laughs>
0: Merco, well, for what it's worth, Murko actually—he—he he is watching all this happen, and it's hard to tell because you're never sure how active the Alglorp is at any given moment. Uh, but I, at least Flick and and you can share this, and maybe some of the rest of you. But your your um, insight is so outrageous that I'm—we're not going to waste time on a roll. Mirko um, is 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 watching carefully, not greedily, not like he's going to take it, but like very interested. In the powerful magic items that you all have just brought aboard, I feel hmm. like the
4: all-glorp is just like questioning, sending us on this mission. I it's know, just, like, oh God, what did I get myself into?
3: Both it's jealous. Either
1: that, it's either that or he's like, "All right, well, they're getting marginally more powerful. <laughs> Maybe now <they laughs> can
0: this do isn't going to fail." Great. So you all spend the rest of this day enjoying your new items. Hopefully, though, not the bag of beans, which you can, which you eventually find out is not just a bag of hot beans, but is in fact a bag of beans. And you're not exactly sure what the beans will do when you take them out one at a time, but you are pretty sure that if you try and do what Bria did and take them all out at once, they'll just explode. Yes. (laughs)
1: Kit will hide them in a safe place, perhaps in uh, the other in the other group item, the cloak of many things that she's never used before. Yes,
0: yes, 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 yes. We used it
4: once. I feel like we used it once.
0: I I don't idea. That's true. Um. I, but who knows? I haven't done a re listen yet. So that's if the If you rest know, of tweet at us. Yes,
4: if you know the answer, tweet at us. Let us know what we
0: got. <laughs> and is there anything we should be aware of for the next few days while you all continue towards the Northern Island?
3: Well, I think, I think the concert has changed, but there's still a concert mm. going on.
2: <laughs> yeah, <I think> we <laughs> definitely need some new band practice. That's for sure. Oh. <gasps> oh. Mm.
0: Okay, I do have a question. For this first band practice, Flick, you prof- what what instruments are you technically proficient in?
3: Why do you want to know?
0: Because I want to know if you get proficiency on this band practice check. Um... as a bard, you will. I will just say that you will rapidly learn to play this concertina, but this first time out, okay. it it may not be great.
3: <laughs> okay. So do I add my proficiency?
0: Well, I don't know. Are you proficient in concertinas, accordions, or squeeze boxes? <laughs> no. Then no. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> all right, let's have those charisma check, charisma performance checks uh flake you don't get to add proficiency. New instrument. <laughs> oh god, did you could fail? Yes. What are you I don't even remember what you pl- Oh, the banjo. Duh. The banjo.
4: I think the, she's yeah. trying to run and play the banjo oh, and it's the just The banjo not and the accordion at the same yeah, time. This is
0: This is all you needs the bagpipes and this is the worst <laughs> band ever put together. Um uh, yeah, bizdiri. you're running and playing at the same time. and, like all of the wild pressure changes from the sub. like strings are snapping and going out of tune. It's a mess. Who's next?
3: I mean, for the first accordion playing, it's a twelve. so okay. it's not. The worst. I it mean, could it's be. better
0: than Bizdra's banjo performance this time around. So, <laughs> so thank you for setting that bar underneath the ground, Uh You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Who's next?
4: I, I got, got a, a seven. 17. <laughs>
0: <laughs> At the same time, we love to hear it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, an 11 from Bria,
4: Kit. Kit. me, and a Kit.
0: 17 from Bria. Great. Um. Oh, are you wolfing or are you Azamar making wolf noising? Mm,
1: oh, wolf. We're in a. Uh, submarine i don't think anything's gonna come attack us sure
0: so you wolf uh and just the acoustics down here you know with the all metal sub and then the pressure from the outside it just doesn't ring the harmonies don't quite ring with your howling uh but it's not bad uh again thank you for setting that bar solo um Mm -hmm. and my pleasure but bria if there was ever a time for a spoon's solo you realize that with everyone else having trouble with their new situation, the spoons are always the spoons.
2: I am I'm doing like a flamenco dance with my cape, so I'll like hide the oh spoons underneath. Oh my god. And then I pull them out and I rattle them. And then I hide them under Incredible. the other side. And then I pull them out and I rattle them.
0: It's glorious. amazing. Amazing.
3: So artistic.
0: Yeah, right? Um, Unfortunately, it is not enough to save the practice, which is overall not great. Uh, But we love it, and I don't know what we'd do if you all ever actually had multiple good practices in a row, how boring that would be.
2: Hey, we only need two more. We only need two more. I think (laughs) we might be able to make make it (laughs) as we're fighting the beast. As we're fighting the beast.
0: Incredible. All right. Well, the next several days, I have to say, pass pretty uneventfully. There is really nothing that happens at all. There are, you don't see any wildlife over the next few days. You don't run into any odd currents. There are no ghosts that decide to haunt you. Um. I want to
2: warn Sniv that we might run into some ice as we get closer.
0: Very good. And so about the day before Sniv thinks you are scheduled to arrive you do begin to see... the Well, you don't begin to see ice, but the water temperature begins to drop pretty precipitously pretty, you know, pretty fast. And late that night and on into the next morning, there are not icebergs, let's, you know, not Titanic sinking sized, but there are definitely, you know, little floating ice flows and things like that that you all begin to see... Um, For the most part, you, you know, Sniv, as soon as Sniv starts to see them, he just dives a little deeper. uh, And the pressure is enough that, you know, ice is not really going to form at that depth. Uh, So it isn't an issue, but you are very close to the island. You also notice that that morning of the day that you are going to arrive in the north, probably in a few hours. It occurs to uh, at least one of you, because you have lived through this before, that your timing is... Perfect, terrible, whatever, Um, because today happens to be the spring equinox, which we have never played during, uh, but you all have lived through one spring equinox. So you would all know that the chaos of the moon's effects on magic uh, during the full moons is sort of forced into ordered chaos on the spring equinox. And so you all will be able to do some things with your magic. That you wouldn't normally be able to do, and we'll just see how that sort of manifests as we as we go on. But you know, if, if there's anything you want to do in preparation of your arrival, of course you don't have to surface. You know, you can arrive near the island and stay stay under as long as you need. But uh, for all intents and purposes, you've made it. So what's the plan?
3: <clears throat> well,
2: is there one of those cameras that comes up? A periscope? Talking <laughs> <laughs> about which
0: is yeah. not a camera, but a series of Mirrors and, and light refractors.
2: Is that what it's called? The thing that goes the periscope, it's like yeah. this.
0: Yeah. And also probably, to be fair, modern submarines almost certainly have cameras, not fucking mirrors and lights, but uh <laughs> Um. Uh, hmm.
4: Does it have
0: a periscope?
4: Can we use one of the the I torpedo tubes, kind of like one?
0: Explain Just that a to question. Me.
4: Just asking a question. I'll say like, sure. Like, having it,
0: like, peek up. I'll say sure there is and, a like... periscope, because that is deeply confusing to me. But I also kind of love imagining, like, Bizira, like, army crawling through the tunnel and, like, pull, like, pulling herself up so she can look over the edge of the torpedo tube. Um, but no there is a there is think, a proper telescope. A periscope. I think
3: Bizdira is saying just asking a question is like the My perfect summation. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: great. Uh we'll just say we'll say that there is question. in fact a periscope though, sure. Fantastic. okay, who's looking? I'm not gonna You. I'm looking. I'm so glad that we have a periscope that none of you wanna look through. That, that, no, everyone's like, no
3: you no you no you do it. <laughs>
0: Uh, because Deer is getting herself out of the torpedo
4: yeah. tube <laughs> right now, so she's up
0: there. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. Uh, she was like, just in case. Uh, you never know. <laughs> so, Flick, are you the one that's that's finally in the end going to look then? Uh, apparently right. so. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, it is it is quite the turn of fate that you are the first one to look. Because you know that today is the spring equinox. And that doesn't mean that it's, you know, you are expecting to look out upon a world of verdant, you know, flow- riots of colorful flowers and green grasses. It's like the beginning of spring. but So, like, it'll be balmy and rainy. You look through this periscope, and you have to sort of shake your head and rub your eyes and look again. Because for all the world, you are absolutely sure that you are looking out at your home on the eighth level of hell, Cania. You see snowstorms, frozen, ice-covered mountains and- and plains. You see no wildlife, at least not at first glance. This place has turned into a frigid, well, literally hellscape.
2: Did anybody bring a
0: coat? And that's where we're going to leave it for this week. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out what the plan is now that the group has arrived at the Tiefling Stronghold in the North. You could reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at, at DNDLastRefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D. Last Refuge. And if you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D. You can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Huff, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I am your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have...
1: Bezira Kate. Brienne.
0: And Flick, Happy gaming, y'all. That was a good
4: one. Uh,
0: Yes, thank you.
2: Every time that we do that and we're like, turn on original sound, I hear like all the stuff that they say before they start filming a movie. Like marker, whatever, whatever. Because we're all just saying like one word to each other. We're super pro.
3: Check super camera, good?
2: <laughs> that tickled me.